Good morning. We're starting class. It's 7.27. We're late. He's 100% right. Okay, Emuna, Emuna. You don't class. realize this until, until, until you become self-employed. <laughs> right. Every, according to... My used to always tell me this. Don't worry. See God every second of the day. Beautiful. Okay. See, that's why you teach businessmen. Because you get basic uh, emuna, emuna instruction. Okay. This is all about mana. The mana yeah, the every mouth that comes into this world, Borei <laughs> Olam, finds a way to provide. All right. Bilam and the talking donkey. That's today's story. <laughs> the biggest comedy. The biggest comedy. And, and that's what we have to... From, I want to analyze. There's an element of the story, which is the point of it is, is irony. The point of the story is to, is to almost make us laugh. Yes. Or to make us laugh at... Why, why, do you, why, do, why does one laugh? What, what makes something funny? What makes something funny? Because it's, it's stupid. Ridiculousness with a hint of truth. <laughs> yes, correct. Ridiculousness with a hint of truth. That's, that's what people find funny. Um, so, so that's what the story is. Okay? It's, it's supposed to make Bilam look ridiculous. And then at the same time, you read it and it, you know, there's truth behind it also. And that, that's, I think that's the point of the story is to, is, to, is to instruct us using this tool of humor and irony. So we're going to analyze the story and uh, try to see the deeper meaning behind the specific things that occur. Okay? Mm-hmm. So far, Bilam went to Borei Olam asking him, look, uh, Balak came to me. Can I go? Borei Olam just said, no. Balak thinking that Bilam just wants more money, sends more people, and Bilam goes and says, okay, stay here one more night, let me ask if Borei Olam changes his mind. That, we said, is already a problem, because it shows that Bilam is more interested in his own will than in following God's will. For sure. And now Borei Olam tells him you could go, but it seems like, according to the Ramban, actually, it's the same you can go that he told, let's say, to Bnei Israel with the spies. Yes. You know, you can, okay, fine. If you want to go, you can go. If you're not, if you're not going to listen to me, if you're not going to listen to me, then go. But I'll go and say biracha. You know, fine, you can go. That's why, by the way, when Bilam goes, it says Borelam got angry at him because he wasn't telling him go with the, you know, with the, with the happy, happy. He wants him to go because he's not listening, anyways. And then Bilam gets up and he goes with them. To curse Bnei Israel, even after Borei Olam told him bodo, bodo. that they are, yeah, bodo bodo. He goes <laughs> after, even after Borei Olam tells him that they are blessed, which shows that Bilam has full intention of cursing them, and that's what Borei Olam gets upset about, despite the fact that he's the one who told him to go. Okay, so Vayakum, this is Shilishi, Pasuk twenty-one, chapter twenty-two, twenty-two, twenty-one. Bilam gets up in the morning and he saddles his donkey. And he goes with the leaders of Moab. Which reminds us of Avraham Avinu. It does remind us of Avraham Avinu. That's another element of the story I want you to pay attention to. There are going to be some hints to connection to Avraham Avinu. And the reason, I think the reason, there is, uh, there is a kind of a comparison, which we already saw between uh, whoever you bless is blessed, whoever you curse is cursed, is the same brachal was given to Avraham. Here we see Bilam. Early, saddling early, his donkey, which morning. was what Abraham did when he went to do the Akedat Yitzchak. And I think what the comparison is to show you that Bil'am is up against the Biracha of Abraham. Mm-hmm. I think that's the one of the main themes here. Okay? Pasuk uh, 22. God gets angry at him that he, that he goes. So he stood an angel of God in the way to be a 
to be in opposition to him. That's what Satan really means. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was traveling on his donkey, and he had his two servants with him. Now, why is it important to know that he had his two servants with him? First of all, it could be another reference to Abraham because yes. Abraham also went with servants. And then he told them to wait down. Yeah, down. he told them to wait at yes. the bottom of the mountain. But there's another interesting point. Who was the one who saddled the donkey? Himself. Himself. Let's read it again. And he saddled his donkey. Now, if he's some wealthy prophecy the, guy, the, the, the servants, we know that he has two servants yes. here. But he was in such a rush to go. So for that reason, Rashi says, Rashi points out that from here we see how eager he was to curse Bnei Israel. That he could have waited for his donkey, for his uh, servants to saddle his donkey, but he does it himself out of, with his eagerness and alacrity. That's a problem. Now, interestingly, who else was saddled his own donkey despite the fact that he had servants? Abraham Avinu. Because he was also very excited to do the mitzvah of, for, Hashem. of for Hashem of the Akedat Yitzchak. Oh, what a big difference. Okay, yeah, you see the contrast, right? <laughs> Pesach 23. The, the donkey sees the angel of God standing in the way with a, hand, with a sword stretched, in, with a sword uh, pulled out in his hand. And the donkey went off the way and went into a field. And Bilam struck the donkey to bring it back the right way. Okay? Remember we said how animals are trained? Yes. Typically through force. Okay? So Bilam strikes the donkey, bring it back onto the path. Now what's it's the irony? First, what's the, the irony here? The <coughs> irony is that Bilam doesn't see an angel, but a donkey Obviously, does. Yeah, the difference between a him and a <coughs> Yeah. <coughs> Puzzle twenty-four. Then the angel decided to stand and block the donkey in a path that was between a vineyard. And there was a fence on one side and a fence on the other side. And the donkey saw the angel of God. So it brushed up against the, that fence, Al-Akir, or the, the fence, the wall. And because Bilam was saddled on the donkey, his foot. his foot gets brushed up against the wall and he gets hurt on his foot, on his leg. What? So many details, right? So he continues to strike it. Now, one of the words that I was talking about my chavruta that you see in the parasha a lot is Vayosef. Mm-hmm. Look at how many times you've seen the yes, word Vayosef. Yes, it starts again the next Vayosef avor. Then the angel of God went again and passed over, meaning to go in front of Bilam. And it goes into a very, very tight avenue in which there's no place that the donkey could turn to get around it. So last time he was able to successfully evade the, the angel by brushing Bilam's leg against the wall. This, this time, the donkey sees the angel of God and it decides to recline under Bilam. And Bilam got upset and he struck the donkey there. with a staff. Yes, now, why? What is that? What the donkey did? What? You, you sit down. He sit down. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It seems a, like he's just fine. unloading his own frustration from. Just he knows what he's doing is not right, and he knows what he's doing is not going to work. So he's just. Hmm. 
Interesting. That, that's kind of what it sounds like. It sounds like he's You're just saying like, he's, he has he's some, imploding. He has some cognitive dissonance. You know, like the, it's a very interesting thing when people, yeah, it's like in psychology, if you, it, you, if you live in a way that you don't believe, right? Like I feel like politicians do this a lot where they have to constantly say things they don't believe. It starts to give you anxiety when you do that for too long. It's like living with cognitive dissonance. It's whenever you do something yeah. or when you think something that you know is not true. You know, and you try to make, you know, that those two so opposing forces, they make Imagine. that uncertainty, that anxiety it creates. It's not a, it doesn't make you. So Bilam, he's going and he's telling them, I'm going to curse Ben Israel. And he knows in the back of his mind that Borei Olam is going to force him to bless them. And he has to keep showing as if he's going to curse them. And he has this dissonance in his head between what he knows he's going to do and what he's telling people he's going to do. And now he's getting frustrated. What's an alternative? Right? That's kind of what you were saying. Yeah. What's an alternative language to the word by Yosef? By Yosef, I, uh, and he continues meaning he wants to. The, the, the usage of Vayosef Malach Adonai Avor seems to be extra. Like, Vayamod Od Malach Adonai, he could have said. Vayamod Od Malach Adonai Bemakom Tsar. That's what it said in the first example. By the way, I'm not just saying that. The word Vayosef appeared at the beginning of the parasha also. When, Bila, when Balak sends more uh, higher people, it says, Vayosef Od Balak Sheloach Sarim Rabim Benichbadim Ele. So then Balak sent, continued to send. So everybody's vayosef. I have no. I, I, I'm just pointing out a very clear. Very, very insisting. He's insisting more. He's. Uh... I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to. The reason I know it's significant is because it's not only used by one person. It's used by Bilam's striking of the donkey. It's used by the angels' continuous efforts to block Bilam, and it's used by Balak. Sending the messengers more and more When you see the same word Is being in used different... in three different contexts I feel like there's something there I don't know yet So if anybody wants to email Meaning me it, an answer It sounds like, kind of sounds like maybe he's trying to force something Versus letting something happen naturally Maybe I don't have to think about it more I, I don't Yosef know Yosef and him speaking <laughs> Yeah, I am Yosef That's my, That is my name Okay By the way, you know my, my name is Yosef Yonatan Yosef we, Fantastic. Yeah, Yonatan I have a very the best friend of you. you want to choose your friend, right? Should be like Jonathan, right? And you want to have also your friend to be you like yeah, successful as yourself. Right? So as a good friend <laughs> and, and handsome. Um, yeah, we we're, I'm very big on having an alliterative name. Jonathan Yosef ben Moshe Mashiach. Wow. Two wow. Years, two it's called an, it's called an alliteration. Whoa. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. Vayomer, martini. <laughs> yeah, okay. Vayomer <laughs> Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Most important part. Right. So Bilam strikes it with the stick. Vayiftach Adonai pi aton. Vatomer lebilam measiti lechaki kitan izes shalosh regalim. And the angel, and the <coughs> God opens up the mouth of the donkey. And he says to Bilam, What have I done to you that you struck me these three times? Vayomer bilam laaton ki italalpi. Because you've made a mockery out of me. Right, a sword in my hand, I would have killed you, not just hit you. Then the donkey said to Bilam, However, I am <coughs> your donkey that you've been riding me from when you were born until this day, meaning for as long as you remember, I'm your donkey. Have I gotten you used to behaving in such a manner? Meaning, have I caused you? To give you, have I given you reason to think that I would act in such a way? Meaning, the donkey is kind of reprimanding Bilam and he's saying, 
Hello, don't, don't, I've been, don't you I've been loyal to you forever. I've never gone off the path, and all of a sudden I go off the path and you start striking me. Maybe there's a this, reason I'm yes, going off the path. Yeah. Right? He's the, the donkey's the adult over here, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, the don- that, that's part of the iron. The donkey is speaking, is speaking down to Bilan. Okay? And then, and then, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. And then the, the donkey, and then uh, Bilam says, no, you haven't gotten me used to. And then all of a sudden, once Bilam admits that the donkey is right, which is a huge embarrassment, yes, by the way. Okay? Yes, yes. This guy, by the way, his whole career and his whole image that he's trying to promote for his business is that he is a super intelligent, and he sees, he, he sees incredibly what you don't intelligent, see. yeah. And he sees what you don't and see. And now he has to admit to a donkey, yes. to a donkey, yes. that I am wrong and you're right. And I want to tell you, when see, we that's, were that's children iron. in school, if you were not smart, you would do something wrong in the class. The teacher would tell us, go in the, uh, in the corner of the class and you're gonna, we're going to call you donkey. Really? You got this, I don't think they do that anymore. No. But yeah. in Italy, they used to do it. They're going to sue yes. the, the school. <laughs> the $100 million lawsuit yeah. right there. You called my child a donkey. He's a person. <laughs> okay. Pasuk 31. By Gal Adonait Aine Bilam. And all of a sudden, God uncovers the eyes of Bilam. See, what's interesting is God uncovers the yes. eyes of so man. Meaning, meaning. The one eye. Rabbi, the one eye. Yeah, no, here it says Aine. Because. It, in the later it. thing, it says he's called Shetum Ha'ayin, oh, the yeah. one who sees after, with the eye. After yeah. the first... Uh, right. But, but, um, but here it says he opens the eyes of Bil'am. And I think another one of the messages there is that we think we see. We Everything. think we're actually seeing stuff. But all God has to do is open our eyes and we'll notice how much more there is that we're missing. Wow. You know? And that's Bil'am's problem. He thinks he wow. sees. And really, who is the one who controls what he sees? It's not him, it's not him. It's Boreolam. And he sees the angel of God standing in the way. So then Bilam, he went down and he bowed to, on his face. So then the angel then says to Bilam, Why have you struck your, your donkey these three times? Behold, I came out to oppose you for the way was going, the, the way was getting um, misdirected in front of me. Meaning I saw that the one who was going on his way, meaning you, were going in the wrong direction. It's a very hard where, translation, where by the way. But I think that's what where you shouldn't go. Where you shouldn't so have gone. You were going somewhere that you weren't supposed to go. Yeah. yeah. He says, to, 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 he to says I, I was the one who stood in, why did you strike your donkey? I was the one who stood in the way for I saw that you're going the wrong way. Now, Another funny thing is that the, the donkey, the, the angel is talking to him. Also, he's putting him down. Yes. He's saying, hello, you should have seen me. <laughs> Where were you? I was, I was standing right here. Why didn't you see me? You know, it's as if he's, he's mocking me. You should have, I, I was just here to block you from going the wrong way. Why did you strike your donkey? You know, it's almost like, why are you hitting yourself? Kind so of embarrassing. Right. In front of his two, his two servants. Yeah. The donkey saw me. And it went down in front of me these three times. Um, and if it did not, then perhaps I would have killed you and kept the donkey alive. From here, the Chachamim say that the donkey died after this, by the way. Oh, yeah? Yeah, the donkey apparently. Because it says, the way the angel is speaking, it says, if the donkey, if the donkey didn't stop, then I would have killed you and kept the donkey alive. Meaning, 
Oh, okay, okay, okay. Meaning, meaning it sounds like, from the fact that he said, I would have kept a donkey alive, that he said, I had to kill it instead. Yeah, but yeah. That's what Chachamim say. You know why I think the Chachamim say that though? Because this donkey is clearly a messenger from Borei Olam. He right? fulfilled his life's mission. Exactly. And, and a messenger from Borei Olam, once it fulfills its life's mission, it could go. You know? So I think that's the message behind that Midrash. But the Midrash is based on this Pasuk. That I would have kept him alive all this time to make a full lot of Bilam. Yes. Give him Musar and then that's it. That's it. Your job is done. But, but that's not the Peshat. By the way, that's not the Peshat of the Pasuk. The Peshat of the Pasuk is... is no, no, it's not. It's, it's, I think that's a message. The Peshat of the Pasuk, the Peshat of the Pasuk, the simple meaning is that if, if the donkey didn't stop, I would have had to kill you. So you owe your life to the donkey. You know? Okay. Now I have to kill the donkey. I have no choice. No, no, no. That's not the pshat. The pshat, the pshat is. Yeah, I would have, I would have killed you and kept the donkey alive. Not different than Abraham when he was, he was. This is like Abraham when he was about to 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 kill, stopped, and then they had to kill something. This is this is just a trashing of Bilam. You go against, you go against Hashem's word. He's going to trash you. So he's basically telling you the value of your life is equivalent to that of a donkey. Maybe, maybe I don't know. I haven't worked it out. <laughs> it's like teaching. But by the way, the three times the three the three times that the angel stopped him, also very probably very symbolic. Everything in the yes, story yes, is symbolic. Yes, yes. It could be symbol the, the Midrash says it's symbolism for the three holiday seasons. Yes. For Shalosh Shalosh yes. that, that Rashi, right? Yeah, yeah, that's why it says it. And Rashi says that that the angel is basically telling him that you think you can curse the people who keep the Shalosh Regalim? Another possibility is that it represents the three avot, yes, Abraham, Yisach, and Yaakov, yes. because that's the theme here. Yes. How are you going to kill, how are you going to curse the people that have zechut avot? Um, and, and he says to the, to, the, to the angel, I have sinned, for I did not know that you're standing before me on the way, and now if it is bad in your eyes, I will, go, I will return. Go with the people However But whatever I say You should speak And he goes with The, uh, the ministers of Balak um, And that's where we're going to pause So, so, we're going to so they were, so they were so there Balak, They all see this well, what? The ministers of Balak They were also with them It's, I don't, it doesn't, it's not exactly the same I don't know It's even more embarrassing the, the, Obviously the point of the story Is to make a mockery out of Bil'am for his inability, to, for the person who claims to see a lot, he sees very little. He sees even less than this. Nothing. You could call what you can call this. In comparison to a donkey, you don't see nothing. Right, exactly. I think this is the on the explanation of the.